up, nerds? ESPN Plus, the ESPN app. But this was a lost season for the Jets. I did not see a single thing this year that makes you excited to build upon. You, you hire somebody that doesn't even understand what an SC Trojan is all about. Like, stop! Hi, I'm Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini, and this is your home for Fighting Illini Sports. 98.9 The Game. And now, broadcasting live and local, from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Number four, Charles Barkley. Round, the wow. Round, the mound, round of mound of rebound. Easy for me to say. And Eric Fry. Kumbaya, and it's all good. And- it's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. What's happening? Welcome in to another edition of the starting lineup here on a 98.9 and EA game. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of the starting lineup. It's throwback Thursday with this music. It's Thirsty Thursday as well. Whatever you want this Thursday to be, we're here to help you celebrate. And uh, coming up shortly, we'll take a look at what happened in the world of baseball and a softball at the high school level yesterday. A couple of games did squeeze in there as the rain came in the morning, but eventually cleared out later in the day. And I guess some fields were okay to play on. So we'll take a look at a couple of scores that came in yesterday. And we'll take a look at the schedule for today. Hopefully the fields have dried out from yesterday's rain. So uh, we'll hit up on that uh, very shortly. We'll also hit up on uh, some uh, Major League Baseball yesterday as uh, the uh, Cardinals, uh, they are off today. Thank goodness, right? As uh, they'll be in Milwaukee starting uh, tomorrow for a a weekend series with the uh, Brew Crew. And we'll see how well uh, they did against the uh, Mets yesterday. And uh, Shohei Otani made some history yesterday. All this guy does is make some history. Mm -hmm. Maybe not the history that you want to make, but uh, he made history uh, nonetheless. And so we'll hit up on that. NBA, NHL, closing in on the regular season. The NBA wraps up this weekend, and uh, there was a pivotal matchup in the battle for L.A. and a battle for the playing spot there. So we'll hit up on that, and we'll hit up on the NHL as well. And uh, we'll also be uh, taking a look at the Masters as well as they're already teed off and Tiger already on the golf course and underway there in Augusta. And I wanted to point out, Travis, NBA, you mentioned, you know, coming down to the end of the regular season. Don't forget tonight we do have Miami at Philadelphia. You can hear right here on 99 The Game. There you go. And uh, Joel Embiid uh, trying to yes. make uh, one of his last two uh, cases for MVP 
And so uh, you definitely uh, tune into that and because of no uh, St. Louis Cardinal baseball yep. uh, tonight. So uh, we'll have NBA action for you. And uh, whatever I don't get to here in the, the Trestle show, we'll get to in the uh, podcast in some sort of a fashion. Of course, you know where to find that pod, your favorite podcasting platforms, and the website as well, fmradio.com. And if you want to take a look at the local sports schedule as well, we have that on the website as well under the local sports tab there on the website, fmradio.com. All right, so we need to get off and running here today. So uh, let's get it started and let's hit it up and start the show with what we always do, and that is First Things First. Before we get into the show, First things first. And yesterday, uh, the uh, St. Louis Cardinals uh, kicked us off a little early, as you heard here on a 98.9. And uh, they got kicked off. We got kicked off early just for Atlanta Braves, just in time to sweep us out of town and sweep us into uh, Milwaukee as Atlanta jumped on Miles Michaelis early. Four early runs in the first two innings for Atlanta, and uh, they ended up uh, completing the three-game sweep over the Cards yesterday, a five to two for Atlanta, picking up the win and picking up the uh, sweep of the Cards yesterday. Yeah, um, it wasn't a good series for St. Louis. We'll just say that. Not uh, a good series. Not a good start for the uh, starting seven rotation. Total runs. They yeah. they scored on offense. Uh, Atlanta had eight in the first game. Mm-hmm. So when you get outscored just in the first game, eight to seven, never, let alone the nine other runs you give up the other two games. Travis, this, this team right now, mm, there's there's not happy campers there some, in uh, St. Louis. Some trouble in paradise. Uh, it's a little early to be throwing <laughs> lobs at your your own locker room. Yeah, and that's what the whole that's talk all anyone yesterday. wants to talk about. So we might yeah. as well join the club. Yeah, I, I talked a little bit about it yesterday, and it just did not get any quieter no. after uh, yesterday's game. And that's all everyone wanted to talk about. And uh, before the game. Uh, Claiborne was asking uh, Ollie about uh, Mike or uh, Carlson getting the start in a center field, and if that was a scheduled start in center field, and he wanted no part of that. Mm-hmm. He said Carlson starting in center, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, I guess uh, reportedly uh, that it was a scheduled day off for Tyler O'Neill. It's been in the works for a couple of days, but it just so happens to be conveniently sure, sure it's scheduled. after uh, yeah after the whole uh, hustle around third happens. And then another base running play happens yesterday where uh, Goldschmidt gets thrown out by a mile. Yeah. Are we going to call out Goldschmidt? <laughs> yeah. Did, did Marmol yeah. call him out after the game? <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Hmm. Hmm. What, what a what a strange web we've weaved. Yeah. I, I, Travis, I don't really know how to feel about this one. Yeah. Because I see both sides of it. Yeah. On on one hand, yes, you want your players to play hard. You want them to give a hundred percent every play. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is that you have a guy who's coming off of some surgeries and some health issues with his leg, and we're at game 
five mm-hmm. of 162. Yeah. Not only that, you lost by three. If it's a one-run game, I think it's a. I understand making a big deal. Yeah. You lost by three. Right. Is that and one run? I know you say, oh, well, it, the momentum of the inning. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, is that one inning, that one run, and that one out make a difference? The answer right. is no. And I think a lot of the talk kind of got swept over was I don't even think he should have been sent anyways with uh, Cunha. It's not like he has a noodle uh, for an arm. I know he's battled injuries himself, but it wasn't like it was to his arms. So uh, I don't even know if he should have been sent in the first place. Right. And then a lot of things are getting brought up, whether this should even have been air, the dirty laundry aired out no. to the media. And it shouldn't whatnot. have been. And I think that's kind of what has ruffled some feathers. This should have been intended. taken care of in the locker room. It should have in been house. in-house. You don't. But is this kind of like a, an inexperienced manager only in year two and a guy that's been very blunt in Ollie? And maybe that's by default. I think so. But again, Travis, we're six games into the season. You don't go lobbing grenades into your own locker yeah. room. Right. Otherwise, you won't see 162 games this year. Yeah. I don't. I, I obviously don't think the, Car- the Cardinals, as we know, don't make changes midseason. No. So that's not going to happen. But if you keep calling out players in questioning their effort, yeah, you can't stick around that long. Oh yeah, and it can either be uh, it can react positively or negatively to you're like oh well you know my at least i want my manager to be honest uh but then you can also have it the other way of oh hey i don't want him to uh call me out publicly and whatnot so uh, i think it's gone the latter's way and it hasn't really uh or the reaction hasn't really been very positive uh for the manager Mm -hmm. uh there arlie marmaral but uh hey let's not uh this whole tyler o'neill ollie marmal uh is just a distraction from the real problem and don't let it distract you from the real problem that our organization set on our hands after uh the off season and oh hey we acquired wilson Contreras, but also there was another need uh, of the off season and we did absolutely nothing about it and that was the starting pitching and uh, Mm -hmm. the starting pitching once again michaelis another subpar outing after the uh not so great opening day he gives up uh, five runs his era is now at 9.64 and through 28 innings of work this season the starting pitchers for the cardinals have four perfect one two three innings and two of them came by the same guy in jordan montgomery so let's not distract from the real problem and that is our starting rotation uh right now and travis this seems to be I don't know, Travis. I I think that this is something's going on because it started before the end of spring training when I believe it was Miles Michaelis, and I could be wrong. That's why I said I believe, made the quote about Lars and his gold medal, and he saying he better not bring that thing to spring training. Because we have a lot of guys who fought for it for our country. So he better not bring that thing here. Was he joking? Possibly. Yeah, it was Michaelis who said that. And but it's starting I think to I just stir. That as like a joke. But did everyone take it as a joke? Now you have Newt Barr who gets injured. Guess what? Who called that? Be in the World Baseball Classic and he get injured. 
told you it was going to happen. Uh, he gets injured. Tyler O'Neill has the issue with Marmol now. The, the pitching staff, the starters are awful for the Cardinals, as you mentioned. What is going on in St. Louis? This is not St. Louis Cardinal baseball. Yeah. And in years past, Travis, when the Cardinals would would be in a situation like this, you'd look to two guys. You would look to Yachty, and you'd look to Wainwright to kind of be a leader and, and stand up and kind of get the clubhouse together. Mm-hmm. One's not there, and one's injured. Right. Who's going to step up and be that clubhouse leader? Yeah, I think uh, Wainwright made a bullpen session yesterday, or mm-hmm. at least he did throw a little bit yesterday. So I guess that's a good sign that he is on the road uh, to a comeback. But uh, through uh, six starts already, the uh, starting pitchers ranked dead last in the National League in ERA was 7.14, opponent hitting average 341, and hits allowed in 42 hits for the uh, starting pitching for the uh, cards and uh, the bullpen has been uh, decent and it's been great compared to the uh, starting pitching uh, there from and, that aspect and as you travel as you mentioned Travis you're heading, heading to Milwaukee who's playing, playing good some really good baseball yeah. right now you know they're five and one they've won five in a row and their run differential Travis is plus 22 I know we're still early but plus 22 is a pretty big number yeah yeah, they're playing some good ball right now. And I know it's early, but who would have thought that the Pirates and Reds would be ahead of the Cubs and Cardinals in the standings? <laughs> Just want to point that out. Yeah. Give some love to the Pirates and the Reds when they when they get a chance. Right. Uh, yeah, they'll definitely uh, take it because uh-huh. they probably won't have a lot of it <laughs> no. this uh, no. season. Uh, but one positive thing that did come out of uh, yesterday's game is that uh, something happened in uh, the uh, seventh inning that was uh, pretty cool. 2-2 delivery is hit hard down the left field line. Towards the line. Get up. It's a big fly. First Major League home run for Jordan Walker. And the Cardinals get on the board. He knew it right off the bat. He knew he got it. First of many for Jordan Walker. That was Ricky Horton here on the Cardinals Radio Network that you heard on 98.9, and that was Jordan Walker's first career home run. Came a day late for me. I was going to say, one day late, Travis. <laughs> it was Dinger Wednesday. A uh, day late and a dollar short. <laughs> Not Dinger Tuesday. So, uh, yeah, uh, so that was nice to see that he's got on base in every single game and then uh, finally sending one over the wall uh, there yesterday for his uh, first career home run in the uh, seventh inning. So, uh, not very many bright spots for the cards, but that was definitely one of them uh, late in the game there for Mr. Jordan Walker. So uh, congrats to him. And mm-hmm. he's off the schneid, so uh, he can start just hitting them all over the yard now. You can hope so. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, again, if you're a St. Louis, you need something. Because right now this is – I again, it's early. We're six games into the season. But, yeah, again, we're six yesterday. games into the season. You should. These are the kind of issues that come up after a grueling season, you know. You uh, right. You you don't think it's a big issue through six games, but it could grow into something like, bigger. I expect July and August a manager to be questioned whether a guy hustled a hundred percent on a play because they've played a hundred some games. You know they're grinding. 
Well, I should remind you that Tyler O'Neill also played in the World Baseball Classic for Team Told Canada. <laughs> what a shocker! <laughs> for Team Canada. Get these guys out of the World Baseball Classic. <sighs> and Michaelis, too. He pitched yep, for a team. Yep, yes. yep. <laughs> How much of your starting staff, Travis, pitched in the World Baseball Classic? Uh, way right in, in Michaelis. And one's so. on the IL, and one didn't pitch that well yesterday. And mm. so well on opening day either. So. Huh. <laughs> huh. Uh, tomorrow on the mound is uh, Jack Flaherty. He didn't give up a hit in his uh, previous start, and he did pick up the win. But, boy, he did walk a lot of people. Uh, so I need to cut down on that. And uh, Brandon Woodruff will be uh, opposing him. But uh, that will be tomorrow. So maybe it will be a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's a... Uh, it's a bad thing because everyone's just going to continue to be talking about uh, getting swept by the Braves and then the whole uh, situation with O'Neill and Ollie, and that's just going to sit and fester. And yesterday you could have put it behind you with a win mm-hmm. and could have forgot all about it, but now it's kind of festering, and uh, you got to take care of business uh, against uh, Milwaukee to uh, kind of just keep everyone, kind of the noises and the chatter, uh, down a little bit. Yeah, and so winning a winning the series in in Milwaukee would definitely help all that noise mm-hmm. go away, right? But like we keep saying, that Milwaukee's playing good ball right now, and uh, the Cubs. Well, they were going to play the uh, Reds yesterday, but Mother Nature did not allow that to happen, as that has been uh, postponed, and uh, they're going to have to make that up all the way in uh, September. Yep. September first will be uh, the makeup date. Uh, for that and uh, we already have like four games already uh, called off uh, for today and I think that happened yesterday Uh, the Reds and Phillies they were supposed to play that's been postponed already Marlins and Mets uh, Yankees Baltimore and Astros and Twins all have been postponed for a doubleheader on a Friday so already four postponements Mm -hmm. in the book for today. Speaking of postponements, we had a lot of postponements and cancellations for baseball and softball yesterday. We'll hit up on that as well as the few games that did happen, and we'll take a look at the schedule for today for baseball and softball. Coming up next here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. This is Effingham Fire Chief Brent Yoakum. We have all heard about home fires, taking lives and destroying all that our family owns. These tragedies remind us to double check for fire safety. The Effingham Fire Department says, make sure your home has properly installed and working smoke alarms. Replace the batteries each time you change the hour on your clocks. Practice a fire escape plan. Teach children never to hide if there's a fire. In case of fires, the most important thing to do is to protect life. Get out and stay out. Have a great eye for digital detail? You may be the perfect fit for our team at Cromwell Media. As a graphic designer, put your creativity to work every day to develop beautiful images and compelling marketing content. If you're experienced in Photoshop, Illustrator, Canva, or similar design programs, along with a web design background and photography, you could be the one. In addition to salary, we offer performance bonuses and benefits, including medical, dental, and vision insurance, paid time off, and 401k. Email gina.volk at cromwellmedia.com. Cromwell Media is an equal opportunity employer. It's tax time savings at Eubinger's Furniture Company. Right now, you can save hundreds of dollars on mattress sets, sectionals, sofas, and bed sets. In other words, just about everything you're looking for. 
and remember to ask about Eubinger's free delivery and free financing options. So if you want to spruce up your house, then now is the time to hurry in to take advantage of these huge discounts at the Tax Time Savings Event, only at Eubinger's Furniture Company, where the deals are worth the drive. Highway 50 East, Florida. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-6759. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-575-6759. That's 800-575-6759. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, trunk lids, license plate holders, and headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. When you need parts, get it right the first time with eBay Guaranteed Fit. When you see the check, you know that part's going to fit. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Lowe's MVP's bonus days are back for pros. Right now, buy a DeWalt 20-volt max power stack battery two-pack at $199 and get a select DeWalt Bear tool free. Plus, earn three times the bonus points on all Metabo HPT tools and products. Shop even more savings and bonus points offers during MVP's bonus days at Lowe's. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any. About 320 through 331. Subject to change. Selection varies by location. While supplies last. Discount taken at time of purchase. Visit Lowe's.com slash MVP's bonus points for details. And now... The starting lineup. Hello. 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 Welcome in. Welcome back to the starting lineup. 98.9 The Game. Hey, Travis, the Olympics are over and done with, so maybe we need to get rid of this uh, music bed. On 98.9 The Game. Back in to the starting lineup. They're on a 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. Live here in the 98.9 Jack FM Studios. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, hanging out with you until the noon hour here on ESPN Radio. Let's talk about some postponements and cancellations for baseball and softball from the local sports world yesterday. In uh, the NTC, St. Anthony, South Central, supposed to happen? Nope, it was postponed. Uh, Apollo Conference, uh, Macon Meridian and uh, Taylorville, canceled. Lincoln Prairie Conference, Cumberland and OPH, canceled. Central Illinois Conference, Monticello, Decatur, St. Teresa, 
and a Shelbyville and Mount Zion were all like, canceled. Uh, but uh, some uh, baseball games that did is squeeze in uh, yesterday in the Apollo Conference, matching up uh, against uh, the uh, Lincoln Prairie, as it was Muhammad Seymour getting the win over Villa Grove 10 to nothing. So uh, now Muhammad 9 and 1 on the uh, spring season. And it was Finn Radloff uh, with a. Uh, Five inning, a 6K performance. He also drove in a run at the play as well for the Bulldogs picking up another win. And it was Whitney Young defeating Lincoln 6-5. to And in the South Central Conference, we saw Father McGivney shut down Staunton 10-1 to there. And that was it from yesterday in baseball. In softball, we had some postponements. A little line-eye conference, Villa Grove and Paris was canceled. In the Apollo-Charleston matchup with St. Anthony, canceled. Macon Meridian and Taylorville, canceled. Lincoln Prairie, Cumberland and Oblong was canceled. And the Cola Wars were postponed as well as our Cola was supposed to match up with Tuscola, but did not happen. Uh, so save the Cola Wars for another day. Uh, one game that did get in yesterday in a softball that I tracked down. It was Sullivan getting the win over Windsor's two straws, a 10 to a 6. Windsor picked up a couple runs in the first inning, but Sullivan got him right back in the top of the second inning. And then uh, runs came in plenty there in the later half of this game as four runs were scored in the bottom of the fourth inning for Windsor's two straws. And then Sullivan gets four right back in the top of the fifth and then three more in the sixth inning to go on to win. Hayes gets the win for Sullivan and Webb takes the loss in the circle for the Hatchets. It looks like Richard sends one over the wall. She had a couple RBIs, so did Hayes. And Van Buren's as well had two RBIs for Windsor. Stu Straws, and uh, that was the only game in uh, softball uh, that I was able to uh, track down from yesterday. Let's take a look at the uh, local schedule for today. Hopefully uh, the uh, Diamonds have uh, dried out quite a bit for today's action in uh, high school baseball. Uh, we had uh, in the NTC, we got Vandalia matching up with Altamont, Brownstown at Pena, Yoga hosting uh, County Eric Beecher City, Woodlawn is at North Clay, Little Illini Conference, say Casey matching up with Newton, Robinson hosting Marshall, Mount Carmel at Paris, Apollo Conference, you got FEM traveling to a Dietrich to take on the Maroons, Lincoln Prairie, Salt Fork at Villa Grove, Georgetown Ridge Farm at Heritage, Central Illinois Conference, Tuscola hosting Clinton, Sullivan at Shelbyville, making Meridian at Warrensburg, Latham, and Central AM indicator to take on St. Teresa. South Central Conference, uh, Greenville at Hillsboro, Staunton at Collinsville, and Lincolnwood at Gillespie. High school softball for today in the NTC. We got Dietrich matching up with South Central and Tatopolis going over to Altamont to take on the Indians. Little line you got Casey against Newton, Robinson, Austin Marshall, Mount Carmel at Paris, Olney at Princeton, Apollo Conference, Decatur MacArthur at Taylorville, Central Illinois, Tuscola hosting Clinton, Sullivan at Shelbyville, Macon Meridian, Warrensburg, Latham, and AM at St. T. Lincoln Prairie, CHBC at Ocala Valley, all at Windsor Stu Straws, South Central Conference, Hillsboro and Jerseyville, Mulberry Grove, and Piasol. And in tennis, you got FEM traveling into Paris, and also a track and field meet there at Olney. The Tiger Invitational there happening today. 
as well. So uh, we'll be back on uh, tomorrow's program to uh, check in on uh, those scores and make sure you stay tuned to uh, the website. We'll have those scores posted on the web under mm-hmm. the local sports tab there. So uh, check it out. All right, uh, so uh, we will uh, come back talking about a more uh, national sports, uh, the NBA and NHL winding down uh, their regular seasons, and we'll hit up on uh, those two sports coming up next here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law, known as the PACT Act, provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who were exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefit. Claims received by August 10, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov forward slash PACT to learn more and file your claim. Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Score. Pass. Out of bounds. Those are sports words. Some people hear any sports word and they can't help but listen. Like drive. Drive is another sports word. And drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. You might say those savings are on par with the best in the league. (laughs) You see, par is also a sports word, so I know you're still listening. And that's called covering our bases. Okay, I'm done now. But I'm serious about drivers saving big with Progressive. Now I'm really done. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is a bacon or sausage egg croissant plus small seasoned potatoes for three bucks. It's the breakfast that don't miss. So if you did miss Wendy's breakfast, don't imagine fresh cracked eggs, sizzling sausage, crispy bacon, and block out those hot, buttery, flaky croissants. Croissants don't really make a sound, but if they did, for a breakfast that don't miss, Wendy's is that breakfast. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Select a request $3 breakfast deal to obtain discount. Not valid for all the card combo orders. And now, the starting lineup. Welcome back in to the podcast of the starting lineup here on a 98.9. And nope, nope, redo that. On 98.9, the game. And nope, nope, redo that. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. The Blues play their penultimate home game of the season against the New York Rangers at Enterprise Center tonight. Blues are coming off a 4-2 win over Philadelphia on Tuesday, but of course they've already been elimination from postseason contention. However, they are still a game over 500 at 36-35 and 7. The Bulls struggled to find the score in the final quarter as they lost 105-92 to the Bucks. The Bulls managed to 16 points in the final frame and were outscored by 10. Vucevic led Chicago with 21 points. The Bulls, though, are locked into the playing game between the 9 and 10 seeds. They're currently 10th place in the Eastern Conference at 38-42. They visit the lowly Mavericks tomorrow night. The White Sox got back to 500 with a 7-3 win over the Giants at Guaranteed Right Field. The Southsiders 
Got out to a 2-0 lead in the bottom of the first, and they added two more in the fifth and three more in the seventh. Gavin Sheets drove in three runs, while Louis Robert Jr. went three for four with a double and an RBI. Dylan Cease earned his first win after holding San Francisco to one run over five innings. Lance Lynn takes the mound for the 3-3 three and three White Sox against the Giants today. Liam Hendricks is done with chemotherapy. The White Sox closer posted a video that shows him ringing the victory bell at the hospital yesterday. In the post, Hendricks wrote about his journey since receiving his diagnosis five months ago, and he thanked the medical staff for saving his life. He also was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma late last year. While there's no mention of his return to the Sox, he said he hopes to return to the team soon in a video share at Guaranteed Rate Field on Monday. Welcome back in to the starting lineup. Travis Sparks here, Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hits, and yes, that is very good news. Yes. There for uh, Mr. Hendricks. Yep. There. I agree. And a uh, quick uh, Masters update there in Augusta. Tigers. Dum, 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 dum. Tiger has found the uh, fairway on a nine, but he's two over right now on the round. He just had a birdie <sighs> on his last hole. So, mm. uh, not a great start for uh, Tiger, but. He, statistically, Travis, he is much better on the back nine than the front nine. So, comeback coming. In there his career, go. I think he's 69 under on the back nine. He's only 24 under on the front nine in his career. Wow. So. Yeah. Uh, John Rom didn't start the day uh, great. He was uh, double bogey on number one, but uh, three birdies since. He's one under now and a comeback uh, for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victor Hovland, he had an eagle Early on, he, and he's currently uh, the uh, leader through. Uh, he's in that same group with Tiger, and he's four under for his round there. Also, Cam Young coming in with that. Uh, uh, John Rahm and Justin Thomas uh, group, and he's been pretty good. He's two under. A uh, couple shots back there of Hovland. Um, so, quick Masters update dun, 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 dun. there as well. All right, so uh, let's get... Uh, Get in a look in on the NBA from last night as it was the Nets getting the win over the Pistons, 123-108. That's an important game for the Nets mm-hmm. in play-in or regular playoff contention. Uh, the Knicks, uh, they were all over the Pacers, 138-129. The Hawks, 134 over the Wizards, 116 as it was, uh, this was a neither team got to 100 points in this one. Uh, the Celtics won 97 to a 93, old-fashioned ball there. But Boston picks up the dub. Eric mentioned that the Bulls they fell to the Bucks 105-92 last night, and I don't think that Giannis played in this one. Hmm. No, he did not. So. And they still lost. And they still and lost. And the Bucks clinched the one overall. Yeah, they clinched the overall, the best, the best seed in the Eastern Conference there for Milwaukee. Uh, and OT, the uh, Pelicans, they uh, clinched at least a, a play-in uh, spot as well, one thirty-eight to one thirty-one with a victory over the uh, Grizzlies last night. Uh, the Mavs they got by uh, the uh, Kings with a, a late performance, one twenty-three to a one nineteen. And Mavs is still trying to cling to a play-in status, trying to get into that final play-in spot there. And the Clippers, they continue to win. It's their 11th or 12th in a row as they beat the Lakers 125-118 to at Crypto last night. Mm-hmm. The Broncos for 33, but could not be enough to get by the Clippers. L.A.'s team, the Clippers. 
Mm, yep. Clippers, man, I'm telling you, they're going to be a dangerous team in the postseason. Yeah, as they uh, just might be, as that is uh, that one was a pivotal matchup in the uh, seeding purposes there for the playoffs in the uh, Western Conference as the Clippers have the uh, five spot right now. They have the tiebreaker over the Warriors, so they have the uh, same record uh, there. And the Lakers now trail by a game of the uh, Warriors six spot. So the Lakers are still in the play-in, and the Pelicans are tied for the same record as well. So I guess New Orleans... They've they're in the playoffs. It's whether they're going to be in the uh, play-in or the regular right, playoffs. Right. So, I mean, they could still fall out of the playoffs. I guess they could. The Mavs would have to just go on an amazing run. I guess they could. Yeah, I mean, it's but still super tight. I want to talk about the Mavericks, Travis. Okay. At this point, shut down Luca. Shut him down. Throw the rest of these games. Why? Here's why. All right. You're, I know you're tied. You're going to get a play-in at best, right? Yeah. But, Travis, if th- this team is not good, has not been playing good ball lately, right? No, I think we can all agree I mean, on ever that. since Kyrie got right. there. They're 3-7 and seven in their last 10. Mm-hmm. So you're either going to get the 10-seed play-in game. Yeah. Or you're going to fall and possibly go to the lottery, right? At 38-42, and 42, you may be in the, the draft lottery. I guess so, yeah. If the Mavericks draft pick is outside of the top 10, it goes to the Knicks. Mm. So you have to get a top 10 draft pick if you're Dallas. So you can start the rebuilding process. Yeah, and I don't think they'd have a good shot of getting inside the top 10. I mean, not right now. But if you lose the next couple of games, you at least help yourself. Yeah, but, I mean, you're so close. I understand about the draft stock, but uh, you're so close to at least giving a, getting a shot at the play-in and, you know, just see what happens in the postseason. Um, I don't think you can do that. I don't think you can shut down. Maybe if you were already eliminated, sure, do it. But, but Travis, at this point, nah. they're sitting 12th yeah. in the draft order. They would be 12th. Hmm. You telling me you couldn't just two spots. You just got to lose two more games. You just got to find a way to get two more spots. No. I'm I'm fighting for my playoff life here. For what? For one extra game? Maybe or a couple. They only have two games left in the season. Uh tomorrow against the Bulls and then finish up on Sunday against the Spurs. So, you know, one of those games you could lose, but I don't know if you're, you can throw. You'd have to throw the game to lose those Spurs. But I don't know. That's uh, I don't think that's a good look on on your franchise of you. Uh, right, because it'd be much better to you know not have an entire draft pick. They don't have a draft pick next year. This year, if they don't get a top, if they don't fall in the top ten, they don't have a draft pick. And how are you gonna? How are you going to get Luca the help he needs? Free agency, I guess. You got a got an owner with deep pockets. No, no one seems to really want to be running to Dallas. 
And you may not be running to Dallas now, particularly with the other guy that you acquired. So now you're stuck with Kyrie, and you got people who don't want to go. I don't know. I don't think I would shut him down. But, hey, two games uh, left to go for uh, a lot of these teams. And uh, tonight, like we mentioned, that you can hear here on 98.9, Heat and uh, 76ers. Joel Embiid uh, only has a couple more games left to arrest his case for MVP. Last time out, he dropped a 50-burger on the uh, Celtics. And, uh, of course, uh, the uh, players in contention for the MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, and Nikola Jokic, of course, uh, in the conversation as well. So, you want to know who I'd, I'd put? Who would you give the MVP to? I, I'd give it to. Um, uh, I'd give it to Giannis. Yeah, he has the best team record-wise. Now, the only argument I could see is if you took Giannis off that team, would they be the best in the East? Probably not. But is he contributing as much as? Embiid is with the 76ers or Jokic with the Nuggets. The Nuggets, don't forget, are the one seed in the West. They are. A very competitive West. Hmm. So I think that has to carry some weight to it. Yeah. But. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like it's just kind of easy to be default. Let's just give it to Jokic. And he is only .2 assists away from averaging a triple-double on the season. Um, But uh, I don't know. I I would probably either uh, lean Embiid or Giannis in this this year. Yeah. But, again, it seems like we always say it should never be Jokic. And it always ends up being (laughs) Jokic. It always ends up being him. He's trying to get his third in a row, Travis. I know. Right. If – I, I heard this argument. And I think that that they that might be costing him a little bit. Like, oh well, we already given him back to back seasons, so do we really want to give it to him again? A big man like that averaging a triple double. Yeah. I think that's the thing. If he's a guard, if he's the size of a Russell Westbrook, mm-hmm. averaging a triple double is not as big of a deal. But yeah. The fact he's a big guy averaging a triple double, you don't think of big guys being assist guys. No. And he's able to do it everywhere on the floor. And again, you take him out of that Denver team, they're not even in the playoffs. Yeah, they're probably nothing. I think the 76ers would still make the playoffs without Embiid. And I think the Bucks would probably still make the playoffs without Giannis. Yeah. Because Drew Holiday's had some games where he's gone off for 45, 50 points. Mm-hmm. Jokic yeah. has no one else around him. Yeah, I mean, that's true. It's him and four guys, and they have the best record in the West. Yeah. I'm going to say this now, Travis. And okay. I heard this argument a couple of, I think it was a week ago or so on, on ESPN Radio. Can win the championship and get a ring. Is Jokic in the talk of the greatest of all time? Ooh. I mean, yeah, it's definitely a conversation that I've. At least of our generation, that I haven't, had, that I even hadn't even thought of yet. He just needs the ring. He does, yeah. If he a was to get, of... if he was to lead the Nuggets to a ring, get a Finals MVP by doing that, and get himself a championship. And let's say yeah. hypothetically, in the situation, he would have three. Let's say he wins it this year, 
three MVPs in a row, averaging almost a triple-double for multiple years. Yeah. And a championship and a finals MVP. Hmm. He'd have more MVPs than Steph. He'd have the same amount of finals MVPs as Steph. Yeah. Steph would have more rings. Not making that argument. Yeah. LeBron would have more rings. But I think you would put him close to, I won't say all time. What about our generation? Yeah, I think the the conversation should uh, be revisited if that happens. Yeah. And and I, I think that he also, without a doubt, should be on the list of the best big man. Yeah. Because, sure. again, no other big man has, is doing what he does. Yeah, no. You know, Kareem, yes, was a great scorer. He couldn't knock down a three, and he wasn't a great passer. You know, Wilt, okay, I'll, I'll give you an argument for Wilt Chamberlain. Anyone who puts up 100 points in a game, I got to I gotta at least, you know, say that they're in a conversation. Yeah. But I think Jokic is very underrated. And the fact that Travis, he is averaging a triple-double almost, and it's just ho-hum, he's averaging a triple-double for the season. Right. Like, that should tell you all you need to say. It's yeah. normal for him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that, that maybe those two uh, MVPs, we just got used to him being so good and what he's doing now is kind of ho-hum. If he ever becomes – And it probably shouldn't be. I'm going to look this up. <laughs> um, uh, when is his contract up? That I don't know. I want to say he signed a big contract, lengthy contract, but – um, I'm not positive on that. So. Um, he signed a five-year extension in 2018. Travis, that means he is a free agent after this year. Hmm. Oh, no, it's not. No, it's not. Never mind. He's got a player option in the at the end of the 27-28 season. Yeah. He'll be 32. Yeah, so he's got a while. Man, that stinks that he signed that contract when he did, that extension when he did. Because I think he definitely would be one of the highest played players. Yeah. Maybe it's time to restructure the contract to make him that. Maybe. Maybe. All right, so uh, let's take a look at it. I am complaining about $54 million. He's going to get <laughs> yeah, average. Average. I know. I know. Ah, life's rough. Yes. There. Uh, only three games happened last night in uh, the uh, NHL. The uh, Rangers, they beat the uh, Lightning 6-3. Uh, to three. Uh, The Flames and Jets, they matched up in a, a pivotal race for the last wild card uh, spot there in the uh, Western Conference and Calgary ends up getting the win there three to one over the uh, Jets and now they're tied in the points department but the Jets have the tiebreaker and uh, so they're in that last wild card spot still but uh, Flames were right behind them and a Predator is still within striking distance as well and uh, that was the only three games that happened last night games going on uh, this evening you got the uh, Maple Leafs and uh, Bruins Sabres against the uh, Red Wings Senators Panthers Panthers trying to cling on to that a uh, wild card spot that they just got into Capitals Canadians Blue Jackets Devils Wild Penguins Lightning Islanders those teams are involved in the playoff race in Pittsburgh and uh, New York 
Carolina Predators. You also have the uh, Blues matching up with the uh, Rangers. Hey, Vladimir Tarasenko coming back to town tonight. There you go. So he returns from the uh, from New York. How about that? It's a pretty intriguing storyline. Reason to go to St. Louis, yeah, I guess. Yeah, possibly. Uh, Flyers, Stars, Blackhawks, Canucks, 9 o'clock tonight in Vancouver. Uh, the Kings, Golden Knights, Avalanche, Sharks, and Coyotes, and a Kraken, as well as the season starting to wind down there. Panthers, Islanders currently in the wild card spot in the Eastern Conference, and Penguins trail by a point. There with 86 points, a win by the Oilers and uh, over the Ducks, a three to one. Uh, there was a point department as uh, three teammates now have a hundred points on the season. And that's Connor McDavid, Leon Draisaitl, and uh, last night picking up a point was Ryan Nugent Hopkins. They're the first trio to each reach 100 plus points in a single season since the Pittsburgh Penguins did it in 1995-96. Marilyn Mew, Yarmir Yager, and Ron Francis, those three teammates. So uh, what a trio that Edmonton has going on for them this season. So uh, we'll see what happens in the postseason. We know what happens to uh, Edmonton usually. Uh, they did have – they get they get the monkey out their back last postseason, but uh, now they're uh, looking for more. Uh, there in Edmonton. All right, uh, so we started off the uh, show talking about the uh, Cardinals, and uh, let's finish things off talking about uh, baseball to close out the starting lineup today. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. In 2020, Illinois had 270 motor vehicle accidents involving farm tractors or farm equipment. Five of these resulted in a fatality. Hello, this is your Effingham County Sheriff Paul Coons. As we begin to see warm spring weather, farmers will be in the fields. As you go about your daily travels, remember, it only takes moments to overtake a farm tractor while you are traveling at highway speeds. Slow down and approach with caution when you meet a farm implement. Let's have a safe spring and consider the life you save could be your own. Finally, baseball is back. Swing into the season with tickets to the action. Plus, with basketball and hockey heating up, now is a great time to experience a game. Vivid Seats is proud to be the official ticketing partner of ESPN. From on the glass to in the stands, Vivid Seats has great ticket prices to all the games. Every crack of the bat, every dribble down the court. Catch it all with Vivid Seats. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Valvoline Advanced can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $37.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. And now, 
this outpouring of love for Tom Brady is what we are beginning with today. Everyone showering this man with love and goatness. How about it? The starting lineup. Almost every single one of Brady's Super Bowls has been clouded with controversy, and that seems what people are forgetting. And let's not forget, both Super Bowls were gifted to him. The tuck rule, the... You can't the blame him for the referee stuff. But he benefited from it. Benefited from it last night as well. That was so ticky-tacky. Come on. So it's a Super Bowl. Games. Let him play. On 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9. I'm further say a little a bit uh, longer. Let's close things out uh, talking about MLB. As, uh, the Yankees, good pitching matchup here with uh, Garrett Cole matching up with uh, Aaron Nola. And uh, Garrett Cole wins this one, and so does the Yankees. They win 4-2. to two, And now the Phillies off to a rough start to the season, 1-5. and five. On the year, but uh, maybe if they uh, come home, they can uh, have better luck as all these games have been on the road mm-hmm. uh, so far. Uh, the Rays, they're still undefeated. Can they go 162 and 0 as they beat the Nationals 7 to 2 yesterday? Wander Franco, Harold Ramirez go deep to help the Rays win. Marlins get the win over the uh, Twins of 5-2-2. Two, two. The Pirates, uh, they uh, sweep the uh, Red Sox 4-1. to one. And so, uh, Red Sox fall to 2-4 and four mm-hmm. on the season. Uh, if not for that uh, botched play by Baltimore, they could be one and five as well. Yep. Uh, the Brew Crew they walked it off against the Metropolitans. Uh, they went it off uh, with a walk off by Garrett Mitchell, and that was a seven to six winner for Milwaukee. Five and one on the season going into the series with the uh, Cardinals. Uh, the Rangers they got the win over uh, Baltimore, a five to two in uh, this one as uh, Jacob Degrom. Gets the win as he goes six innings, only giving up a couple of hits, a one and run, and striking out 11. While on the other side of Baltimore, uh, their best pro- pitching prospect and the number one overall prospect, Grayson Rodriguez, uh, made the uh, start in his major league debut. Eh, decent, not great, but uh, five innings, only giving up four hits, a couple of runs, and uh, striking out five on 83 pitches for the young fella, but. Uh, Rangers get the win. Uh, Astros uh, they win over the uh, Tigers eight to two. Uh, McCormick, Kyle Tucker, and Jeremy Pena all go deep for the Strohs. The White Sox they win a seven to two a three. So a uh, Dylan Cease picks up win a number one on the season. And also Tim Anderson was tossed from the game as he thought he was quick pitched by uh, Logan Webb and Logan Webb fired. Uh, pitch in there, and he wasn't even in the batter's box, and he got thrown out uh, due to some arguing there. So Tim Anderson hit the showers early, but the White Sox end up picking up the win anyways. Uh, Guardians won an extras over the A's, a 6-4. to four. They rally in the 10th inning to pick up the dub. 
Uh, the Blue Jays, they uh, shut out the Royals. Royals were only able to scratch two hits across Blue Jays pitching. They win 3 to nothing. And I said Shohei Otani made history yesterday as uh, he also picks up the win as the Angels won 4-3. to But he made history by being the first player ever to have the pitch clock violation as a pitcher and yep. a hitter. You know, that... <laughs> I don't think he's going to have that record broken for a long time. I think it's going to stand. I, I for a while. Just the that guy is just a hundred percent an abnormality, right? From top to bottom, <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. Six innings, three hits, four walks though, uh, eight strikeouts, and a one for two at the plate, including an RBI in mm-hmm. the win for the Angels. So. <sighs> Uh, Otani and making uh, some history there. Let's take a look at the uh, schedule for uh, today. Cardinals are off. Uh, Red Sox saying a Tiger is going to be uh, getting underway here shortly, starting a series in Detroit. Uh, Giants continue their series with the White Sox here in a little bit. Blue Jays finishing up with the Royals. Uh, Nationals are traveling to Colorado to take on the Rockies. San Diego is in Atlanta to take on the Hot Braves. Uh, Dodgers visit the uh, Diamondbacks later this evening, and that was it due to all the postponements. Like I mentioned at the top, Marlins, Mets, Reds, Phillies, Yankees, Orioles, Astros, Twins all postponed and will be uh, made up in a doubleheader tomorrow evening Mm -hmm. or tomorrow, I guess. So uh, there you go. That's what's happening in uh, MLB uh, there. And a quick Masters update to uh, close out the show. Victor Hovland off to a great start as they're on the back nine. Our Tiger and his group five under. And I mentioned John Rahm not starting well, but he's doing all right now. He's three under now in in second place Hmm. there at the top of the leaderboard. Is Hovland a live guy? I don't think so. I think he may be. Uh, Tiger's still uh, two over as he parred. Number nine as they're starting the back stretch there. Uh, is that Amen Corner? I don't remember. <sighs> Sorry, all the uh, golfers out there. Uh, but uh, Kepka, he's a two under on the day. He just started though. He's only through three. Fred Couples one under, and he's almost done on the day. So. Uh, we'll definitely be uh, looking out. Uh, let's see, uh, Phil Mickelson, I think that he's going to be uh, teeing off soon if he hasn't already. Uh, Bubba Watson, he's not doing so well, four over. Um, man, Camp Champ, five over through seven. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Colin Morikawa is still coming up later on today. DJ still coming up. Will Zalatoris, Max Homa, Sky Scheffler. Going to be uh, teeing off at 2 of 36 with Roy McElroy to uh, 1248 as well. Tony Finau, Jordan Spieth, Tommy Fleetwood, the last group out there at 1 mm-hmm. o'clock. Uh, Kevin Na had to withdraw yes. from the tournament mid round. Yeah. As I think it happened on the turn. Illness, yep. Due to an illness. So he's gone mm-hmm. from the tournament already. So uh, we'll be uh, watching the Tiger Tracker and uh, we'll be back to a talk more Masters tomorrow for round number two, as hopefully round number two. I don't know when the weather is going to start getting yeah. bad. Weather doesn't look great on Saturday and Sunday, particularly Saturday. I think there's like a 90% chance of rain mm-hmm. in Augusta, so weather could be nasty. 
And so hopefully that weather stays yep. down there in uh, Georgia because we got to get baseball and, and a softball in. And stick around for the pod because I'm going to go on our epic NASCAR rant. Stick around. NASCAR rant coming at you in the pod. But coming up next is uh, Fitz and Harry. Hopefully had a lot of Fitz and Harry today. They were on first take this morning, and uh, they are hopefully back on uh, their own radio show. But they're coming up next here on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup. Welcome into overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, still here with you. And we got a couple things to uh, clean up. And uh, we got Eric's NASCAR rant yeah. as well coming up. So won't want to miss it. All right, uh, let's uh, clean up some uh, Sports Center. What do you got over there? All right, let's clean up Sports Center. We mentioned the White Sox earlier. Well, they're losing one of their top sluggers for most of April. As the club placed Elo Jimenez on the 10-day injured list yesterday. Jimenez suffered a hamstring strain in Chicago's lost San Francisco on Monday. 26-year-old is 4 for 20 with three RBIs this season. White Sox called up infielder Jake Berger from Charlotte to take Jimenez's spot on the roster. As you said, the Cubs game was postponed. They will play again tomorrow when they open a weekend series against the Rangers, Travis. Coming to Wrigley. Ooh, the Rangers. The Rangers, yes. Nice. Yes. Uh, an influential member of the Colts is hoping the team can rebuild during the draft. According to the Athletic owner, Jim Ursay wants to pursue his next starting quarterback with the draft and develop model. It's taken them long enough to discover that that's how they should probably do it. Yeah. Indianapolis is in dire need of finding a franchise QB and has been rumored to be interested in Ravens free agent Lamar Jackson. Colts are currently slated to select fourth overall in the first round, which begins April 27th. But again, Travis, I don't know if they're going to get that franchise quarterback in this year's draft. No, not where they're picking. Not, not at four. They're going to have to trade up. But you're not going to take the one from Carolina. And you're not going to trade with Houston. No. Maybe the Cardinals would move back one. Yeah. But other... Yeah, I think I've seen a couple mock drafts where they move up one with the Cardinals. That's the best they could do. Mm-hmm. But again, are you willing to give up whatever it is you're willing to give up to move up to three? Uh, unless you're worried someone else is going to move up in front of you. Yeah. But... I would love if the Colts missed again. Hmm. I would love it. I hope they hit one of these days. Ah, love it if they keep missing. Uh. The Ravens are still unsure of who their starting quarterback will be. General Manager Eric DaCosta acknowledged during a pre-draft press conference that Baltimore could select a quarterback in the first round. The Ravens' uncertainty at the position comes after placing the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson this offseason. Baltimore is currently in possession of the 22nd overall pick in the first round, but I don't know if any of those quarterbacks will fall. Maybe Hendon Hooker? Yeah, I've heard a lot of people talk about his name popping up. Going to the Ravens, yep. 
Uh, Austin Eckler is making it clear he wants a long-term contract with the Chargers. Ronnie Max said on Sirius FM Fantasy Sports Radio that it would be a worst-case scenario that he plays for Los Angeles in 2023 and becomes a free agent after the season. Eckler had requested a trade from the Chargers in March after talks about a long-term deal faded to progress. 27-year-old is reportedly seeking, uh, speaking with interested teams but maintains that he would like to stay in Los Angeles. Hmm. Uh, the Mets received some positive news regarding their ace, Justin Verlander, underwent follow-up imaging on his throwing shoulder that showed reduced inflammation. Verlander has been on the injured list since opening day due to a strained Treyes muscle, uh, major muscle. The Mets announced that the 40-year-old will continue throwing and additional updates will be provided as appropriate. 2022 AL Cy Young Award winner signed a two-year $86.6 million deal with the Mets this past winter. Mm. The Brewers are dealing, uh, getting dealt a major blow to their pitching staff as manager Craig Council announced that Aaron Ashby will have surgery on his throwing shoulder and could miss the entire season. Council told reporters, quote, you won't see him until late in the season at best. Ashby was expected to miss several months with shoulder inflammation at the start of spring training. The starter had a 4.44 ERA last season to go with 126 strikeouts over 107 plus innings. Signed a five-year contract worth $20.5 million in the offseason. Kansas men's basketball coach Bill Self is giving positive update on his status following a health scare last month. Two-time national champion said he is, quote, 100% positive that he will return as head coach of the Jayhawks next season. Self missed the Big 12 and NCAA tournaments after undergoing a heart procedure in early March. Six-year-old said that he is in the process of feeling well again and that he wants to remain the Kansas head coach, quote, for a long time. And speaking of which, Travis, you got your wish. I did. This year's NCAA Men's Championship game brought in a record low viewership. <sighs> UConn's 76-59 win over San Diego State on CBS was the lowest viewed final on a record. The title game averaged 14.69 million viewers and came in under the 2018 championship game, which had held the record at just 15.99 million viewers. That game featured Villanova defeating Michigan on TBS. On the women's side of things, by the way, Mm -hmm. LSU's win over Iowa set a record with 9.9 million viewers on ESPN and ES yeah. ESPN2 and ABC. Yeah, it was on average and like peaked at like 12 mm -hmm. million. So, mm -hmm. yeah, the uh, women's championship was a smashing success. Men's? Not so no, much. Not so much. Couldn't find yeah, any does. numbers for the final four games, just FYI, just yeah. in case you were wondering. But you, you got your what you I wanted. Did. I did. I got exactly what I predicted. You, and you it came did. true. So Are you I'm happy, happy that I was true? right. I'm happy that I'm right. You're happy you're right, but as a college basketball fan, are you happy that less people watched? Mm. I guess as a college basketball fan, no. Yeah. Because they're not interested in the sport. Right. But But mm. again, to me it's it's the problem of once your alma mater falls out or the team you're cheering for or the team that you pick or the team that the you pick to win it all why am i still watching yeah unless there is that star player that i want to see and there wasn't that no so i think it was just a perfect storm of badness for the ncaa as far as that goes now on the women's side of things i don't think you could have had it any better mm-hmm uh, I don't know if the game was better officiated, but... Well, yes, but I'm saying the hype leading up to it 
and the placement of it. We talked about that, how it was afternoon and it was on broadcast television. You couldn't have had it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And uh, I know you probably didn't want to acknowledge this, but uh, I did see that LSU, uh, they've declined the invitation to that. the yes. White House after yes. uh, the wife's president or the president's wife uh, also was like, eh, maybe we'll invite yeah. Iowa because how well they played. Yep. No, runners-up don't get to go to the White House. Nope, nope. Uh, Caitlin Clark said it herself that she didn't want to go to the White House like that. She wants to visit in some other capacity, but right. uh, not like that. And uh, yeah, Angel Reese said that uh, they'd rather uh, go, to, go the to the Obamas yeah. two administrations ago. Yep. And uh, that's just like because uh, uh, you you invited these people. We're not going to go. Right. Yeah. Uh, just so you know, also, uh, Tyreek Hill says he's going to retire after the 2025 season. That is when his contract yeah. is up. So he says he's retiring. Yeah. So I heard him talking on a radio show yesterday on uh, ESPN. Um, there's a ESPN host in the, uh, afternoon evenings. That's a Dolphins Homer. Mm. And, uh, she uh, played a clip of Hill. I guess the Dolphins are coming back to Kansas city, yeah. uh, this season. So he's going to be returning to KC. Um, Jaden Bradley plans to leave Alabama after his freshman season. He is entering the transfer portal. Um, and then, uh, also, uh, what was the other thing? Um, Minor league pitcher. A minor league pitcher is making news as uh, he... News? Yes. Yes. Uh, um, All right. So, Fernando Tatis hit a solo home run Wednesday during a second-inning minor league rehab game in AAA El Paso, where he'll play for the next two weeks as he completes his 80-game suspension. Mm -hmm. And after being booed while rounding the bases by the home fans at AAA Sacramento, (laughs) Tatis also caught flack on social media from Cade McClure, the pitcher who allowed the home run. McClure McClure responded to a video highlight of Tatis' home run, called the two-time Silver Slugger a cheater who was playing in the game because of a steroid suspension. He said, quote, cheater hits a home run on rehab assignment during steroid suspension. <laughs> I did see that he did hit a homer yesterday, and that's funny that he got booed by the home crowd. Yep. Tatis <laughs> did say earlier in the year upon his return that he's looking forward to the challenge of playing in front of fans who will likely will boo him throughout the season. He said, quote, it's going to be one of the most emotional years I feel like in my career. I'm looking forward to embracing it. Hmm. Yeah, that's what you got to do because, yeah. You're yeah not you can't gonna, do anything else. You can't escape it. So, yeah, you're going to get booed everywhere you go. Now, Travis, mm-hmm. I I didn't get to voice my two cents on this uh, from yesterday. No. Um, and that is that, uh, was it Shannon who announced that uh, he's coming back? It was uh, Sincere Harris. Sincere who... Harris. I'm sorry. I did see it. So, Illinois basketball is at least keeping one more player. Mm-hmm. So, that now gives us four. Mm-hmm. All right. I uh, also saw that a uh, a walk-on has hit the transfer portal. That doesn't surprise me. He only played in five games through three seasons, so not a huge loss there. Illinois did make an offer to Utah Valley transfer guard Justin Harmon mm-hmm. because Utah Valley and the Big Ten are exactly alike. Yeah. Great. And uh, NC State is uh, hosting Jaden Epps. 
Yeah, some uh, big big names hitting the portal uh, this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one guy that uh, led Oral Roberts, one of the big players on that team, he's gone. He's in the portal. Uh, that one uh, player from Baylor, we already had that pipeline going on from Baylor with Danger and right. Meyer, so the line I could acquire him. Could, yeah. So lots of time to be had before the start of the season for Illinois. And mm-hmm. college basketball as a whole. We'll see what a free agency brings to that. <clears throat> so, all right. I think we uh, cleaned up Sports Center. And, uh, Eric, you said you had a rant. Yeah. A rant about NASCAR. I did. And I do. And I will. Um, oh, that's s- cute. They're right next to each other. What are? These two shots. Oh, sorry. Um,. So, first of all, all right, today uh, we will find out the format for the All-Star Race. Dale Jr. is going to announce that coming up later today. But uh, that's not what I wanted to talk about. Um, So, we mentioned about Hendrick Motorsports and how they had um, gotten penalized, remember, back in Phoenix for messing with the front of their cars. Um and it was uh, uh, it was the uh, louvers, which are on the hood. Um, they're like those little metal pieces on the hood. Um, they kind of like vent something something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hendrick Motorsports got the the big penalty. Um, it was uh, you know the the 100 points for each driver. All the crew chiefs um, suspended, uh, and and the hundred thousand dollar fine per car. Which is a, a big, that's a big fine. Um, yeah. But what was not at the time, or, or forgotten about, we'll say, was that uh, Colleague Racing had one of their two cars also have this issue. With just one of the two. There's two of these louvers on the front of each car. Hendrick yeah. Motorsports had each two in violation on every single one of their cars. Mm-hmm. Colleague had one louver on one of its cars of its two cars that had a violation so they also got um they they also got a penalty their penalty at the time um was the loss of uh 100 championship owner points 10 playoff points um as well as 100 uh driver points as well Mm -hmm. so if you remember hendrick went to the appeal yep and they got all their points back and their crew chiefs are still suspended. I think their fine was reduced as well. While colleague yesterday went to their penalty. Uh-huh. And they went for their appeal. Yep. And the appeal panel, Travis, upheld the original pen- penalty, minus giving colleague 25 of their 100 docked points back. Huh. So, here's my problem. There's a lot of problems here. The first is it was one of the pieces. It wasn't both of them. Mm -hmm. I don't know why you would manipulate one and not the other. If you're going to cheat and do something with it, why wouldn't you do one and not the other? Because that would stick out more. Mm -hmm. Also, these are parts that you cannot confiscate you can't you can't do anything with can't manipulate them 
I was listening to a podcast with a driver who races at Colleague, and he says, we don't have the equipment to make these parts. We can't make them. So we can't manipulate them because we don't have the funds to make the different ones. You know who does? Hendrick Motorsports. They're one of the most powerful teams in all of NASCAR. Mm. Yeah. And they got all their points back. And Colleague, a second-year team, still got docked 75 points. Right. The problem here, Travis, is it shows favoritism. It does, yeah. It shows that money talks. It shows that if you are the powerful team, you can get away with stuff. Yeah, the long-established name. And these cars are supposed to be to even the playing field and make it fair for everybody. And you're not supposed to touch them because they're supposed to be fair for everybody. And they completely walked back the Hendrick penalty, minus the crew chiefs still being suspended, even though the crew chiefs, some of them are on the infield at these racetracks. Some of them are right outside the racetracks, still communicating with the team. And some of them are back in the team shops, still communicating with the teams. So they're Mm -hmm. not, they're still helping the team. It's not like they're gone and get five week vacation. They're still there. Sure. So it's not really much of a penalty. Not really much of anything. The other problem here is that this appeal panel who heard colleagues argument was not the same as the one that had Hendricks appeal. That has to stop. Hmm. You need to have the same group doing all these appeals because to me, there is no way that after you took away again, eight louvers from Hendrick motorsports, all four of their cars, both of them in every car were all deemed illegal and been tampered with. Whereas one from one vehicle for colleague was was messed with, but colleague's gonna get hit harder than than Hendricks. Mm. You can't tell me that you manipulate one out of the two cars, mm-hmm. one out of four versus eight out of eight, and the eight out of eight one is okay. Right. That's yeah. a problem. It doesn't seem right. So to me, this is a big black eye for NASCAR. This is this. Again, it shows favoritism. It shows if you are the big names, you can get away with whatever you want. And it also shows that they're saying that they're going to take these penalties seriously. And they say that you're not supposed to mess with these cars. But when push comes to shove, you can still get away with stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's not good for these brand new cars that are supposed to be to even the playing field. And no one has won more races this year than Hendrick Motorsports. And... They got busted for something, and it was walked back, and the penalty for them having it got taken back. So now they also have the driver who's leading the points this year, who's been the most consistent driver in Alex Bowman. So to me, this is just – it leaves a bad taste in my mouth, and it just it just shows that you can get away with whatever you want. Yeah. Which yep, stinks. True. Which stinks. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to take it away from a big team, why wouldn't you take it away from a small team, too? Yeah. Because, now again, I I don't have the documentation in front of me. I don't have the measurements. I didn't see the, the pieces or anything like that. But to me, one out of two is a mistake. Two out of two, an eight out of eight. 
Eight out of eight. Is intentional. You're intentionally doing something. Definitely. And what Hendrick Motorsports says is that um, they were not, the pieces wouldn't allow the hood to close. So they had to modify them to make the hood close. That's the exact same argument Colleague Racing made. And they lost their appeal. Yeah. And Hendrick did not. Mm -hmm. So you can't tell me there wasn't money being moved. Sure. So if you want more on it, listen to the, it's, it's called Door Bumper Clear. Uh, great podcast talking with some spotters. They have a college racing driver on their podcast this week. And one of the spotters works for college racing and they talk about how their shop's not big enough to do this. They can't manipulate, manipulate them. Like there's no way. Mm -hmm. So it's a shame that the little guy gets hit. Yeah. Right. It it just is. Yeah. Little guy gets the penalty. Well, the other big guy gets away with it. Yep. So. so what happens when you're the most powerful, marketable team in NASCAR? I guess so. With the most popular driver for six years in a row in Chase Elliott. Yeah. Hmm. It shows money talks and your status is important. Status. That's what it's all about. Yep. That's what it all is. What I find interesting, Travis, is they said, well, the parts that were sent to us wouldn't make made the hood so it wouldn't close all these parts are coming from the same place for all the chevys how come all the other owners and teams can figure out ways to get their hoods to close yeah right like right yeah apparently apparently they know the right th- things to say so apparently so all right, that's it. That's all I got. All right, uh, that's all you got. Yes, we got NASCAR pick them tomorrow dirt. for the weekend. Yes, going on a little dirt race. Easter Sunday night. Mm, there you go. After uh, not a fan of it, but after you watch the Masters all day, hopefully, yeah, then you can uh, watch some racing. Yeah, and you won't have to worry about the rain there because it's on the mud. Yeah, and exactly. Just racing the mud. Yeah, have no problems. No. Getting in there in Bristol, Tennessee. I don't like it. (laughs) Don't like it, he says. It's the third year of the dirt race. I don't like it. I'd rather just race at Bristol. If you want to do a dirt track, go to an actual dirt track that's meant to be a dirt track. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I see that. Whatever. Whatever. No one puts me in charge of these things. Nope, no one... uh... No one asks you. And, by the way, just on a quick update, still have no word on the Chicago street course and shutting down the roads and anything like that. And the 4th of July is coming I was going to say, we better uh, we better make start making plans well, for that. Well, with a new mayor in Chicago, Travis, who has openly said they do not like the idea of the street course being there, I think I think there's some, some difficult hurdles that are having to be figured out. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hmm. So I'll have to monitor that situation. Yeah. I mean, it's going to happen this year. I was going to say, it has to happen this year. It has to happen this year. After this year? I mean, I think it's a three-year contract they signed to do it, but the mayor's office can tear up the contract. So, Hmm. yeah. Because it's just with the city. It's not like with an entity. It's with the city of Chicago. So if they want to tear it up they can tear it up and say no more so hmm. if you want to go to the street course race in chicago do it uh do it now and i heard yeah, one of may the uh, be a one-time thing yeah one of the uh drivers uh who was at the road america race or not road america the 
uh, Circuit of the Americas race, who's not a normal NASCAR driver, was asked about the Chicago street course and how he thinks the cars will do since he's now been in a NASCAR car. And he said they won't damage each other at all. He's like, they're more likely to damage the walls around the track that they're putting up because of how stout and, and powerful the cars are. So that's another great thing. We're going to be tearing down walls in the city of Chicago. Outstanding. <laughs> Outstanding. Outstanding. Sounds like a lot this of fun. This is going to be such a disaster. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of fun on, on 4th a national of July stage. weekend. It's going to be great. <laughs> on 4th of July weekend. 4th of July weekend. Can't Someone's going to get hurt. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. That's right. As uh, ESPN personality would say... All right, so we'll, we'll get out of here and we'll have pick them for you coming tomorrow. And we'll get you set for the MLB weekend as well. And the Masters the weekend as well. All right, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for downloading. Until tomorrow, we'll talk to you then. Peace. Peace.